Welcome to the prolific teaching ministry of Pastor Emmanuel Iren, lead pastor of Celebration Church International. It is his vision to partner with you for your progress and joy in the faith. Ready, set, grow. Very quickly, um, some of you have sent me messages saying the teaching theme for this month has um, focused on married people. Which I think should be something that will make you happy as a single person. At least you can, you can have enough time to prepare. But just so that we are at least fair, I'm going to focus on single people today. All right. <laughs> Una plenty. Even when Saka is Maybe this is the sermon that will. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So um, we're going to dwell on how to choose the right spouse. I don't want to read from 1 Samuel. 1 Samuel chapter 16, from verse 6 to 7. Background of the story. The prophet Samuel had received the prophetic word from the Lord that the next king was in this particular house. And he goes there with his jar of oil to anoint the next king. And then this is what ensues. The Bible says, so it was that when they came, that he looked at Eliab and said, surely, everybody say surely. You know what surely means? I have no doubt. Let's go home. This is concluded. I mean, why look for anyone else? Surely. This man of God said, I am sure. Guess what? He didn't ask any questions. He didn't interview him. He just looked at him, saw his broad chest, saw his height, and said, surely. And this is a mistake that a lot of people make. Making sweeping conclusions just by appearance. And so there are three quick things I want to draw from this. Number one, anointed people can also choose wrong. Anointed people can also choose wrong. Never forget the context. The person who is talking here is the prophet of God. He's anointed. In fact, he started in the spirit and he was about to wind up in the flesh, but for the voice of God. It was the voice of God that led him there, but when he saw the heights, the broad chest, he got carried away. And the reason I'm dwelling on this is because a lot of church people make this mistake. It's a problem. I mean, you keep yourself for the right person. You keep coming to church, developing your mind, develop, developing your spirit, only to wind up with nonsense. A lot of church people make that mistake. You keep your body, you are celibate throughout your single days, then you wind up with someone who will be jumping about, sleeping with anything and anyone. And sometimes I wonder, why do all this for that? You know, can I open up to you? I don't like February. I don't like teaching on relationship. I only do it because I need to. Because some of you, we still not hear what. That's why. There was a lady. The person asking her out. Eh? Can I tell you the ways on my mind? You know who Yoruba calls Olori Buruku? You know? You know? So, I sat her down. She, she, it looked like she was paying attention. I gave her reasons. For, I mean, for so many minutes, gave her reasons. She was nodding her head, saying, hmm. She said, thank you. The next time I saw her, she had the engagement ring. I'm telling you. In fact, 
They didn't even date straight to engagement. You know? And so sometimes I just wonder, listen, like I would always tell you, laugh but learn. A lot of anointed people can also make errors. Sweeping conclusions just from physical appearance and trivial and fickle things. Trivial and fickle things. And for those who allow pastors to choose for them, realize that in this context, the man of God was anointed to and he made a mistake. You can make a mistake because of physical appearance. So that's number one. I want to move on quickly because of time. Number two, social standards can cloud your judgments. Social standards can cloud your judgments. You may not find this apparent when you read the story, but listen, when you understand the context from the beginning, you will know why Samuel made that error. He made that error because the previous king, in fact, the current king was head and shoulders above everyone. He was tall. And so he had the psychological impression, that mental model, this is how a king should look. Come on, are you listening to me? Listen, this is important, as simple as this is, and I say respectfully, especially for the ladies. Are you aware you can be in a happy relationship, and then you go out, and societal pressure will make you lose your peace. You will start demanding for some strange things. The man will be wondering, what is going on? What is going on? If I'm honest with you, I've fallen for that before. You know, oh my God, something very small, you know, the, the beginning of our marriage. You want to hear gist? I'm not telling you again. See the way everywhere became silent. <laughs> you know, of course, then we had to do chores and all of that. And one of the few things I used to do in the house is to dry our clothes to dry our clothes. So I would dry my clothes, dry my wife's clothes. She washed all the clothes so I'm to dry. <laughs> and then a few weeks after, I was talking to our neighbor, and one thing led to another. He just said, you know what, there are many things he can do, but one thing he cannot do is dry his wife's clothes. That he feels demeaning. He, you know, he feels his demeaning. In my mind, I said, it's true. <laughs> true life story. I said, it's true. Meanwhile, this guy goes to the market, though. I don't go. <laughs> true life story. So the next time it was time to dry clothes, I said, no, I can't be. I, why will I be drying your clothes? I cannot be drying. <laughs> you know, some of you, you are so judgmental. Ah, why will pastor do that? Just learn. I learned too, right? Women make this error a lot. You know, I, I, someone told a story that touched me in a very deep way. He said as a child, his parents had a happy home, but things fell apart, and he knows why. Till date, his dad doesn't know why, but he knew why, even if he was just a child. He said every day the father would go out, one relative, one female relative would come and talk to his mom and say, you know, he doesn't really care about you. See all the things he's doing with money. He doesn't prioritize you. He doesn't buy you stuff. When was the last time he bought you a golden ring? When, now, when the man comes back home, the, the, the woman will just start venting. And the man will be wondering, where is all this coming from? The husband didn't know where he was coming from, but he, as a child, he knew. He knew because all those external voices made the woman become impatient. The things she was tolerating before, now she couldn't tolerate just as it was in the beginning. Eve passed the tree every day. No desire to eat. When the serpent came, her view of the tree changed. The Bible says she saw the tree as one desirous to make one wise. Her perception changed even before she tasted it. Beware of societal pressure. Beware of the things that people will just say in passing. When the Bible warns you, evil association corrupts good manners. Don't take it lightly. When all your friends say, eh, eh, my husband must buy me a car. My husband must do this. 
Your own realities are different. Your own context is different. You import those external voices and pressure. Forgive me, I'm dwelling on women because it's usually you people who fall for this trap. You start trying to mold your husband into someone else. Subconsciously, he doesn't know, but you're trying to make him your boss in the office. You're trying to make him like one powerful father figure in your house. Beware of that. And so even the anointed Samuel wanted another sword. He wanted the height. He wanted the chest. No interview. Listen, you are there to anoint a king. You didn't ask him, have you fought a battle before? You didn't ask him any question about emotional stability, spiritual stability, nothing, just by broad chest. Surely. He said, surely. <laughs> Which leads me to the next point that crystallizes what we're about to address. Beware of what is called the halo effect. H-A-L-O. Beware of the halo effect. Like I said, Samuel wanted a king. No interview was conducted. No questions asked, just chests. Just chests. Surely. No questions asked. He didn't even ask God. Surely. The halo effect is a psychological term. It was popularized in the year 1920. There was a social experiment carried out amongst military officials, the senior military officials. They lined up the younger officials and asked the senior officials to rank them based on physique, intelligence, and leadership, and I think, I think character also. But there was one condition. Don't ask them any question. Just, just score them. Read them. And the results were very insightful. They discovered that subconsciously, the people who were physically attractive were also rated as intelligent. The people who were physically attractive were also rated as having good character. They always very kind. How do you know? I see his eyebrow. I mean, what kind of man is this? He must be kind, right? Yeah. Just, just a sprinkle. You all enable me. Stop it. Listen, this is a real life problem. Making sweeping conclusions from one character trait, just one strong attribute, you conclude across board. Across board. You don't realize how often this happens. When you see someone sing so beautifully, and maybe play an instrument, he's singing. We were just kids when we fell. You just say, ah, he's a good husband. You conclude instantly. <laughs> Beware. Don't just laugh. Be cautious. Because whether you like it or not, we all, we all have the tendency to make sweeping conclusions. It's a cognitive bias to make overall conclusions based on just one character trait. Like I said, even a man of God was about to fall for that. But for the voice of God, he would have anointed the wrong person because of chest. Because of chest. If I say this next one, you would think it's personal, it's your business. You know, some ladies, once they see beards, like, you would think it's personal. I don't know why this is just. Once they don't see beards, they don't see beards. Anything you take in that relationship, you have to bear with it. Yes. That was good. And then I was good, have you? If you like, say it's personal. It's just an opinion. Anything you see, you bear with it. <laughs> For balance sake, I want to say two things about the halo effect. Number one, appearance actually is important. 
The halo effect is not fair, but it's a reality. Live with it. Deal with it. Whether you like it or not, you are constantly judged by your parents. Please, are you listening to me? Whether you like it or not, it is statistically proven. Teachers treat finer students better. They give them more attention. They answer their question. <laughs> statistically proven in an interview, if you are good looking, you are likely to be rated as being more intelligent. So what do you do with that? Well, there are some things about your appearance you cannot change, but there are, there are a lot of things you can change. Because good news is appearance is not just physical. People judge things like style, judge things like hygiene. Those are things you can change. You know, <laughs> those, hey, God. Just thinking about it, PTSD. There was a girl I liked in secondary school. And she was also very intelligent, very smart, and, you know, we used to do assignments together. And I stopped talking to her. And let me tell you why. One day in the heat of the arithmetic, she was just, you know, then she felt an itch in her ear. So she used the pen and she drew out the biggest wax I've ever seen in my life. And she looked at it and continued writing. It was just, it was there like that. Watery and slimy. Like hey! All the feelings died. See, let me tell you something. Like I will tell you, laugh but learn. I never gave her feedback till day two. I just stopped talking to her. I mean, see, there are some things you might be doing that are too personal for people to tell you about. But they are closing a lot of doors. Huh? Maybe is your order. Have you? Have you? Do you check once in a while? Or are we all going to pretend like everyone's breath is okay? It might be something small. And so there are things you can do. Please, let me tell you something. You know, that text says, Men look on the outward appearance, but God looks on the heart. And like I will tell you often, it is not God you are dating. It's not God you are going to get married to. And let me say this, the only reason that story ended the way it ended was because the person who was making the choice happened to be someone who would hear God's voice. Nine out of ten people in real life don't. And even the person who could hear God's voice, if God's voice came a few seconds later, you would have anointed the wrong person. How much more the canal person determining who to employ or not? Please, don't joke with physical appearance. Don't joke with it. Don't joke with it. Whatever you can adjust, adjust. There are some that, you know, is in your new body that will, it will be corrected. Do you understand? If you have, oh God, just praise God. It ain't changing. We see it. You know. But the things that can, you can walk on, please walk on. Amen, somebody. And I'm telling you this. You see, there are even superficial things like confidence. When you develop your confidence, you become more attractive. Are you aware? Simple things like a sense of humor. Simple things like being able to say your mind. The way you feel it. Being authentic to your true self. Those are things that can help. Work on that. We don't have enough time to talk on that. But please bear that in mind. By the way, this halo effect we, talk, we are talking about, making conclusions based on appearance, at least in a superficial way, not only is it a fact of life, it can save your life many times. In split seconds, you have to judge. You know, if someone says... Oh, there is a robber here. There's a robber here. Find him, find him. There's a criminal. And you're supposed to look for the criminal. They said the criminal is in this hall. When you run into the hall, whether you like it or not, you are profiling. True or false? You are prof we profile all the time. You know, two weeks ago, I saw a 17-year-old boy on social media 
with five bundles of cash. And he was praying like this. In a party, he was praying like this. So you watch that and you say, ah, he, he must have a good job. Is that? Are you kidding me? If you have profiled before, raise your hand. Don't lie. <laughs> you pro- we profile all the time. And sometimes, you know, something happened. When I was in school, I was in the student leadership. And there was a time some criminals were really stealing laptops of students. And in one particular service, we're, we're having a program. I can't remember what program. Um, an alarm went off. There were some thieves around us. So we're supposed to catch them. Look for them. Look for them. Now, we found these particular guys in the vehicle. But when we looked at them, all of them were wearing suits. All of them were wearing suits. And they were even contributing. I think they're in front. I saw some people running. You know, one thing gave them away. The guy with suto in his nails, engine oil. I said, ah. I said, wait, 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 wait. You saw them where? Come, come and let come and tell them what you saw. <laughs> I called some other security people. They were the ones. It was profiling that helped us catch the thieves. Profile, why, why do you have engineering in your nails? <laughs> you are a thief. <laughs> have you seen some people you just say, you are a cultist? <laughs> you are not always wrong, go. Whether you like it or not, prostitutes have uniform. If you like, squeeze your face, it's true. It's true. (laughs) See the way some people are looking at me. But it becomes dangerous when you make sweeping conclusions, sweeping conclusions, are you aware that there is spiritual halo also? That, ah, he can pray. He will make a good husband. Huh. You know, some people choose husband like they're starting ministry. You only look at the spiritual. He can pray. He can, what else can he do? You know, that's why you will marry some wicked people. <laughs> you don't get a job. 12 noon is this kabashim. Motoko poto. Motoko. You know, go also. Your children are dying of hunger. Your wife doesn't have food. Motoko. You they travel. 1 p.m. <laughs> you know, these are real issues, oh. My wife was counseling someone, a pastor, 12 years of marriage. He has never bought even singlet for his 12-year-old son. Better be careful. Just because someone is strong in one area doesn't mean he's strong. I can tell you one thing for sure, especially when it comes to spiritual things. Spiritual things are context-specific. Context-specific. There are still some questions you need to ask. What kind of background did he come from? Who else does he love in his life? Check all those things. Spiritual, spiritual halo is real. Oh. I'm telling you. You have not seen someone that can pray but cannot do anything else. He cannot do anything else. Please be watchful. (laughs) Amen, somebody. (laughs) Why am I telling you this? So that you can be more aware of red flags. When you have a bias, there are some things that should be screaming at you that you don't see. Guys, can I tell you something? And this is one of those statements you will have to allow me to land. Girls don't lie. They will tell you lies, but they don't lie. 
It seems contrary. They will tell you lies, but they will show you the truth. They will show you all you need to know. Think of every girl you dated that you discovered was about the money, or eventually, you know, you were just one out of 20 boyfriends, or all those things. Check, all the red flags were there. But you see, it get the way someone go find you. You know, you will see the red flag and you'll be like, Is it really red? But they will show you all the signs. They will show you all the signs. Testing how much you can take. Testing the limits. Testing how, mo how much you can take. Don't really care. You know, when, when maybe they wear a cloth that you feel is too revealing, you don't have a say. Or they keep talking about their ex no boundaries, and you keep, you know, all the signs are there. They show you. And they like people that they can take for granted. They won't, they won't put it to you that way, but they just, how much can you take? You'll find a person who can take all the nonsense and stay there. And if you are honest, they didn't lie. They, they showed you all you needed to see. This is the same reason why a lot of good girls end up with narcissistic couples and um, husbands, narcissistic partners. Because you have to understand, for someone to be narcissistic, more often than not, they know there is a reason you don't want to leave. So they have something that they know you can't walk away from. That's why they keep abusing you and taking you for granted. Has it ever happened you told a guy, I'm leaving, then he first laughed, ha, ha, ha. Some of you know what I'm saying. He believes you can never live, no matter what he does to you. He believes. He believes. Because there is a bias that you have held on to that is inhibiting your ability to make objective decisions. These are things you need to be aware of. Amen, somebody. The halo effect is the bane of the celebrity culture. Have you ever heard a celebrity did something and you say, ah, no, you can't do that. Ah, ah. Someone that can bounce the ball so well, play basketball, beat his wife, it's not possible. And you don't see there's no correlation. Ah, someone that can shoot. He's so good at basketball, beat is not possible. You know, the church makes that error all the time. Some celebrities, they don't even have to call the name of Jesus in full. Just mention J, we are sold. He saved me. He saved me. <laughs> and they are underage girls at home. We go talk today. Don't See, we need to address this matter. Because it will keep happening. Shebi, when Kanye West was professing Christ, and we're saying, okay, I believe, but let's calm down. Let's See... It doesn't matter what industry you are leading. When you come to Christ, you are a newborn babe. They should be giving you milk. You don't need a microphone. You need Bible. Sit down and learn. Why are you calling him to address the audience? To say what? To say what? Give him time. Shebi, now when I don't see, Abi. popular celebrity, a rapper in this country, he said the last time he came to church, the pastor said, come and tell us something. Come and tell you what. So because he can rap, he can therefore preach. We need to be careful of religious clout chasing. Mm. No, anyway, you're not ready. The stories can go on and on. O.J. Simpson, Oscar Pistorius. Something from history. He can sing, doesn't mean he's nice. He's tall, 
dark, handsome, what else? Again, that's not personal. <laughs> Let me take this deeper. Even the halo effect, every sexual abuse from a spiritual figure, it was the halo effect. Because sometimes some of these red signs, red flags that you will see from a mile away, because he's daddy, he's, he, he didn't talk. Why does daddy want to counsel you in the night, in the dark, alone? Why? In his house. When you called him, he was at the office, but he said, wait, I will soon get home. Why? Why did he call you into his room? The reason I'm saying this is because abusers, sometimes they use the halo effect intentionally. They know that you don't see all the other red flags. You need to watch out for it. You need to watch out for it. He's praying for you. Why is his hand passing? Your whole forehead is not enough. See, it's not a comfortable conversation to be had, but you need to be aware so that you can protect yourself. Are you listening to me? Uh -huh. Just listen to what I'm saying. Watch out for it. Watch out for it. It's, it's crazy out there. You know, someone told um, someone told one of the church members that. <laughs> anyway, don't worry. Be careful. What you have a bias for can blind your eyes. Please, are you listening to me? Uh -huh. So, having said all of that, you need to know the proper things to look out for. I'm going to dwell on this more, maybe on Thursday during our midweek service, and then we'll just wrap up this month. But it's just very important that we talked about this. So what then should you look for in a spouse? For ladies, number one, look for a man who is responsible. Please, what did I say? What are his values concerning family? You'll be surprised. Not everybody has values, family values like that. Not everybody thinks they need to spend time with children, be there for them, give them emotional support. Check very well. And one of the simple ways to check is who else is he responsible for? How does he treat them? How does he treat them? How does he show he's responsible to them? Check it. Check it. Unfortunately, there are some things I, I'm tempted to say here that I can't say. But sometimes even marriage counseling is, is a burden. It's a burden. Because as a pastor, I'm, I must believe the best. <laughs> some counseling, you know, this one is not going anywhere. It's just, you know, <laughs> some, oh God. It's not. Unfortunately, some of the cases, I warned them, warned them, warned them. A lady told me she was driving somewhere with the guy, then a keke guy intercepted. So the boyfriend came out, dragged the keke guy, and started punching him in the face. And then he said there was blood everywhere. I said, run, no. Run. 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 You see, sometimes part of my issues is that I care too much. There was a particular case. I went so far, I called the, the father. I got the father's number. Don't allow your daughter marry this boy. That's too far, B. Yeah. Until he started beating her. You, you, you see, How can you rewrite something that has a wrong foundation? Please, just get it right. Are you listening to me, please? If you are single, thank God you are hearing this. 
and just get it right. And sometimes, listen to well-meaning people. Listen to, the Bible says in the multitude of counsel there is safety. Sometimes you can be so in the clouds, you are not seeing what is obvious. Maybe it's after your money, you don't know. It, all the signs are there. Because all types of, types of guys, they now, <laughs> some guys are shameless. Is your money they want? Nothing. Please, what did I say is number one? We'll just run through this. Number two, respect and accountability. This is important. I have said this a million times. I will say it a billion times more. Who does he respect? Who are the people that on his worst days, if they show up, at least he will listen to them? At least he will listen to them. You know, it's been proven. When you go on a date, don't judge by how you are treated. Judge by how others are treated. Because when he parked his car, he came to your side of the door. He said, open the door. Now he said, you're welcome. Then you were walking in. The security guy is opening the door. He scolded them. What is wrong with you? Open the door. And when it was time to order the meals, he was shouting at the waiters. Are you daft? Is this what I ordered? And he said, don't worry, my dear. And he said, ha, ah, he's romantic. You and me against the world. In that isolation, there will be abuse. And what a lot of narcissistic people will do is, they will cut off your association with people who can defend you when they want to deal with you. I, my God, when I see it play out, I just laugh. I just laugh. Because you, you will feel seen. That's, no, you know, he's cutting off all the ties. And you are enjoying it. Just the attention, just both of you. Until problem starts. Years ago, a man was not happy with his wife. She had cancer. He refused to pay for her treatment. She, you know, he had money. You know, so when the lady came to me, I said, talk to your pastor. She laughed. Hey, God. You see, there are many things that make me vow. I will never be the type of pastor that you will use seed to cover my mouth. And she said, ah, the pastor is the pastor. When a child is saying that, no, the pastor can't talk to him. Say so he built the church. You know, there, there are some people, the moment you give money, they ah, it's total approval. It's total approval. I said, wait. Your dad is not taking care of his sick wife and your pastor cannot talk. He said, he cannot talk. A man is doing that kind of wickedness, nobody can talk to him. Please, watch out for that. Please, are you listening to this? You know, I told you, was it last week or upper? Any, don't submit to anybody who has not been submitted to anyone or is not currently submitted to anyone. Someone who has never followed will not be a good leader. It's that simple. It's that simple. And they will unintentionally abuse you unintentionally because they don't even know they, they cannot be empathetic because they've not been in those shoes you know when our counselor is talking to us she calls me by name Emmanuel no you shouldn't have done that no apostle no <laughs> no Emmanuel that was wrong Please, are you, did you hear what I just said? Emmanuel, Laju, okay, sit down. No. Number three, who else does he love? You have to understand love is a habit. You cannot be the first. Doesn't love anyone, hasn't loved anyone, then you are the first and you believe. does he treat his mom? How does he treat his siblings? Uh, no, we are, we're not really cool like that. Who are you cool with? You're not cool with anybody. 
It's a red flag. It's a red flag. It's a red flag. Let me tell you something. All the requirements for God and marriage, apart from the romantic aspects, you will have enough rehearsal time. Before you submit in a marriage, the Bible says submit to one another in the fear of the Lord. Come on, are you with me? It, it, let me say, say this. Oh my God, I'm coming to that when we talk about the ladies. A lady who is generous to be, to be respectful in marriage. It's just simple. It's just common sense. A guy who is generally respectful is more likely to be respectful in marriage. Do you know what is called the fear of God? Are you listening to me? God. There are some people, unfortunately, there are some people who are not committed churchgoers that have this more than churchgoers. That there are some limits they will never cross. Limits. Are you aware that there are some people who don't go to church that will not hit a woman? Meanwhile, some tongue-speaking people will give you uppercuts. I watched the interview of a leading pastor in this Lagos. He said his wife would beat him up and go and pray in tongues for eight hours. He said throughout the years of that abusive marriage, there was no night he can remember that she didn't pray throughout, throughout the night. She would have slapped him like this, then go and travel. Can I say something very controversial? Especially because we have, <laughs> are you ready for this? We have a lot of churches that have rebranded spirituality, maybe unintentionally. So for instance, if you pray to God regularly to bless you, to heal you, and all of that, you can feel spiritual because you pray a lot. So there are not a lot of churches that value discipleship and value actual transformation. So you can have a lot of spiritual activity and you are not growing. Because of that, don't judge based on spirituality alone. There are other things to look out for. Listen, when I say the fear of God, character, all those things, it doesn't automatically translate again. Unfortunately so. It is meant to. It is meant to translate, but it doesn't always translate. And one of the biggest conundrums to some people who have all these religious models is Pastor Adiboy and his wife. They, got, they both got married when they were unbelievers. Pastor Adiboy was still patronizing her balis. He was, if I remember correctly, even at the age of 30, he was not born again. But when he found Jesus, his wife said, I will follow you. I will serve the God you are serving. Simple. Oh, my God. So many things. Especially the man. If the man is not correct, a lot of things will go wrong. Statistically proven, if the man doesn't go to church, whether the wife goes or not, one out of 50 children, only one out of 50 children will end up as churchgoers if the husband doesn't go to church. Statistically proven. And if the husband goes to church, whether the wife goes to church regularly or not, three out of five will end up as churchgoers. Statistically proven. All these things are statistics. Look out for these things. Take them seriously. Amen, somebody. Time is fast spent. Come on, I said amen, somebody. Yeah. <laughs> what to look out for in a wife? Number one, is she considerate, especially in today's world? Is she considerate? You know, in our day, there will be a lot of pressure. When I was in school, all of us, Valentine, we they buy flour. You know that plastic flour? 
when they buy, someone will go buy iPad. Now men, they do men. <laughs> you are 18, why are you buying iPad? Now now they cause this nonsense. If you are not careful, and let me tell you something, one simple way to know if you have found the right woman or not, a woman will always plan for her future. It's, it's a gift. So if you are spending money and she's not concerned, she's not planning her future with you. If you spend money too much, a woman will say, ah, do you have savings? She'll be, she's worried about her future. She's thinking about her children. A woman who will give you unrealistic expectations. Ah, yeah, you have not bought me car. When last did you give me one million? Have you given yourself one million before? <laughs> now, you have 20-year-olds, 21-year-olds that feel they are not successful because they can't buy you an iPhone. Considerate. Is she considerate? Or does she think of herself alone? These are some of the red flags I say they show you. They will never lie. Just buy me this, buy me that, buy me this. Praise the Lord. Let me tell you something. Men, even when they eventually succeed, they never forget to. They never forget. Let me say this. It never comes up in our home, but I will never forget that the woman, Lajuiren, never put me under financial pressure. Never. It went without saying. Oh, you're clapping. Oh, celebrator. It went without saying. When we were finding house, it's the one that we could afford. That we could afford. My first couch my father gave me with my full chest. You see, I would say, no. You know how much is mattress? <laughs> it's when you move into your house, you will discover some, some useless things are expensive. Mattress. Cutting. <laughs> some of you know. Some useless things are expensive. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. It's important. Praise the Lord. Of course, respect and accountability, it goes both ways. Reliability. Reliability. When you read that a partner carried knife and stabbed the other person in the news, don't joke, oh. Like I would tell you, laugh but learn. In fact, that's not even something to laugh about. If you are going to move in with someone in the name of husband, wife, be sure that at least your life is safe. Is that not BRS minimum? Not be everybody day okay. Oh. Don't be carried away by some people can be fine and callous. Some people can be fine and unintelligent. Grossly unintelligent. You know, someone said this, and I don't know if it's true because comedians lie. Yes, okay, comedians lie. You know, but someone went to a lady, very good looking, and she, she was all posh and everything. Sorry, can I buy you something? Can we, you know, maybe buy you shawarma? Sorry, I don't drink alcohol. Some of you don't get it. You, don't. you see what I'm saying? I'm just playing, don't worry. Well, shawarma is not alcohol. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So please watch out for it. Check other things. This decision will affect every other aspect of your life. You can at least get it right. Amen, somebody. Please rise to your feet. Rise to your feet. Oh, feel free to clap, clap if you want to. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. 
Haleluya. Hmm. I want to pray a prayer. Anyone in a relationship, platonic or romantic, with anybody who will derail your destiny or put your life at risk or any such thing, may the Lord, even against your will, cancel such relationships. Thank you, Father. So shall it be. I want to give you just a few seconds. Pray that for someone. Maybe you are married. Pray for someone else. And pray. The Lord in the name of Jesus. Help people. Help someone in this place. Not to make the wrong choice. Please pray that from your heart. Pray that from your heart. Lord, help someone in this place. By your mercy. By your mercy. By your mercy, Lord. By your mercy, Lord. We cry to you for help. We cry to you for help. We cry to you for help. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Father, we thank you. Thank you because you love us, you care for us. And your teaching, the teaching of your word brings safety to us. We are doers of your word, not hearers alone deceiving ourselves. Father, in the name of Jesus, for those people for whom you have prophetically ordained that this sermon be preached, I pray in the name of Jesus that you help them. In the mighty name of Jesus, save them from life altering destiny destroying decisions in the mighty name of Jesus in Jesus mighty name we've prayed come on say loud amen thank you for listening we are sure that you have been blessed for inquiries reach us on our helpline 0809 996 7000 blessings blessings